Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala. Hi, guys. Um, today, I just wanted to uh, discuss with you something that you might have heard in uh, various circles about uh, cash being trash. So, is cash trash? So, I just wanted to analyze this question by uh, going through uh, a number of securities and looking at a number of uh, uh, criteria to actually try and answer this question and why uh, some people believe that uh, cash is trash. So, if we say, is cash trash? Yeah, and why some people believe that. So, first of all, um, let's look at uh, a number of criteria on these uh, uh, securities that uh, we are going to look at. First of all, the, there's a, a number of uh, criteria and a number of things that you can actually look at different securities. But uh, let's just uh, pick, um, uh, let's say, three of these. Yeah. So the first is um, your steady cash flow while you sleep. Yeah. And the second is uh, leverage. So can you leverage the security? And the third is the the certainty of valuation or appreciation in the valuation or income. So we'll try and score each of these uh, uh, three areas uh, across the various securities. So let's look at this security. So if you take um, uh, property or real estate, yeah, and uh, uh, let's say uh, shares, which is your, you know, stocks. And then lo let's look at uh, Bitcoin uh, or crypto, cryptos, as well as uh, cash itself. Yeah. Now, if you look at uh, these securities, there are different securities in a way. So some people consider these three here as a sort of a paper. Yeah. Because... Uh, they sort of, you know, exist in the air, essentially. It's like a paper, you know. Cash is money, it's just paper, yeah? But uh, here in property, you've got your bricks here. So this is your bricks or your glass or, or um, you know, steel, depending on what uh, your real estate is made up of. But essentially, that's the case. So uh, if you look at uh, the cash flow, steady cash flow while you sleep, if you take a score of uh, out of 10, for example, I would say in property, you're probably looking at um, if this is an investment property, because uh, it's, we're not talking about uh, your own property or your own home where you live in, because essentially that could be a liability because it's not generating your cash flow. So if you take a steady uh, cash flow while you sleep, I would say uh, property will probably score a 9 out of 10 in a way. Now, in terms of leverage, you know, can you go to a bank or a lender and ask them to lend you money against that particular security? And uh, in most cases, I would say for real estate and property, you're probably looking at a 9 out of 10 as well. Now, the certainty of valuation or appreciation of uh, value over time and also the certainty of you getting this cash flow income from the security, I would say 
for probity it's also relatively high i would say about nine out of ten now if you move down here to the shares and stocks for example what is the likelihood of you getting steady cash flow while you sleep on shares yeah uh you know obviously on shares you get your uh income through dividends and that tends to be declared over uh, period of a year depending on how the, the company has performed as well so in terms of the, your steady cash flow it's relatively low on uh, uh shares you know you will get some more uh, steady cash flow but i would say it's relatively there so i'll probably put this at uh, one out of ten yeah now leveraging uh just to give it a bit of a, a benefit of the doubt you know it's very rare to actually go uh, to a bank and say you're going to borrow money on the basis of certain stocks or shares. So uh, just out of interest, or probably it may be possible in some situations. So we'll give it a, again from a benefit of a doubt, a one out of 10. Now, what about your suddenly of valuation and appreciation in that valuation over time and the income as well? You know, stocks have performed very well in certain situations over time and the trend can be high, but the likelihood that you can also lose everything is quite high as well. So they can go up and down. That's why any investment in paper, yeah, comes with the the warning that you know your the value of your stock or shares can go up as well as down, and you can lose actually all your money as well. So again, I'll probably keep this one at a fairly low, or even uh, you know give it a benefit of a doubt, give it a two for example yeah out of 10 now if you look at uh, cryptos um and uh, uh, cryptocurrencies and bitcoin for example so steady cash flow while you sleep mm, that's a tricky one i would say that's probably again give it a because people who are trading in bitcoin are trading on the value of of, of the currency you know there are some who do like a day-to-day -day trading and trade on the volatility and make some money that way but you need that a uh, lot of knowledge and uh, analysis to actually get there. So whilst you're asleep and you're doing nothing, it is very tricky to actually get uh, this to pay you. So I'll probably give it, you know, let's say one out of 10. Uh, leveraging, again, this is pretty much where we are now, almost non-existent. So probably I'll say zero, you know, that you can go to a bank and say, I've got Bitcoin, I want you to lend me a certain amount of cash you're unlikely to get that if you have this security of cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. Suddenly of valuation, you know, you've seen cryptos, you know, go up in value, you know, to, with, you know, ridiculous amounts of returns, you know, over time that has happened, but they've also gone crashing down as well. So in terms of certainty, it's very low. The, the, the suddenly score is actually quite low. So I'll probably put it, you know, at one out of 10. Uh, on, on that one now if you look at cash in terms of uh, the steadiness of income while you sleep how much in, in most cases as well you're talking about putting your cash in a savings account you can earn a relatively uh you know some levels of interest that you can get in the current uh environment that we're in the rates of interest tends to be quite low so there is some steadiness in there so out of uh, um Benefit of a doubt, probably give it a five out of 10. In terms of leverage, you know, you going to the bank and saying, I've got this cash and I want to borrow. It is possible, you know, some lenders will give you some money because you've got money. So again, probably five out of 10. And uh, certainly valuation and appreciation, you know, your money over time, if you have it in savings, 
side to the interest that you are getting with inflation, your money, the value of your money is always going down. You know, so is that, that that's what happens even for mortgage lenders. You know, the amount of money that you borrow, you know, on a fixed, let's say on a property stays the same, but over time, the value of that money for the lender actually goes down. So this would be a zero out of 10. So you can see here why some people will say that, you know, don't trade paper for paper yeah because if you look at the scores here you will find that uh, it is relatively difficult for you to actually leverage so the definition of an asset is essentially this yeah this is a proper asset an asset that is actually something that is generating a steady flow of income while you sleep while you're not doing anything it's generating that residual income so a lot of the paper securities that you see you know their ability to actually generate your steady cash flow while you sleep is very very low apart from real estate you know your bricks and mortar your steel your glass and also leveraging this is key as well if you have uh, uh let's say you know a hundred thousand uh a hundred thousand uh, uh let's say you've got a or let's say twenty five thousand pounds yeah or twenty five thousand dollars if you go to the bank if you're going to use that money to actually invest in an asset that is generating cash the bank is able to actually lend you uh up to you know 75 percent of the value of that which means you can take your twenty five thousand into hundred thousand uh, pounds investment that you can use with, the, with that cash as well. So the element of uh, uh, leverage is key as well. So again, this is the reason why people will champion that, you know, cash is trash because it doesn't generate you that steady cash flow of income while you, uh, while you sleep. And also over time, the certainty of your valuation and appreciation in paper is very low. And, you know, it is advisable, therefore, to actually invest your cash, you know, take your cash and invest it in real estate and bricks and mortar, because that will generate you a steady flow of cash while you sleep. And also you can leverage that asset as well as, you know, the capital appreciation over time without you having to do anything will actually go up as well. So looking at uh, that distinction here between the various securities, it is no surprise that, you know, people will champion that uh, investment in real estate in bricks and mortar, something that generates your steady flow of cash while you sleep, can be leveraged, and also over time appreciates in value is something that you should consider. So instead of trading cash or paper for paper, you should trade, convert your cash, convert whatever other securities you have into real estate or property because that is where you get all these leveraging facilities and also that steady cash flow of, of uh, uh, steady cash flow while you sleep as well. It's, uh, it's like um, if you look at uh, um, from a point of view of uh, uh, the balance sheet and financial assets here, yeah, at the top here, if you take your uh, typical Let's say a financial statement where here you've got your income and then at the bottom here is uh, your, your expenses, yeah? Take the definition 
at the bottom here where you have um, this is your income statement yeah and here you've got your balance sheet in your balance sheet you will have assets versus your liabilities here yeah now anything that is actually generating your cash flow over time will be an asset so let's say you have a, a, a property yeah this property will generate you income here yeah because it's generating you that income or because you're renting it out that will be classified as an asset because it's generating you that cash flow uh, while you sleep now anything that is actually doing the opposite which is actually costing you money making you expense uh, expenses on it will be a liability so these liabilities, it can be your own home, for example, if you're living in it and it's not generating you cash and you have a mortgage on it, yeah? That mortgage on your own home is a liability because you're actually spending money on it and it's not generating you cash. Uh, so um, this is a clear distinction as well. What kind of assets or securities do you have that you can classify as assets and they're generating your income? And this is the crucial part. If you're investing in securities, which are assets and are generating you cash, they're giving you cash flow on a regular basis while you do nothing, that is where you build wealth. And this is the set of rules. These are the things that uh, those people who are investors and business owners and understand financial literacy are actually doing. They put their paper, their cash into assets that are generating them income over and over again without them having to do anything and that is a key as well that is something that from a financial leader's point of view from understanding why certain people break into success the language and the words that they use and understand from a financial point of view these are the kind of things they understand because if you're someone who is investing in paper and all those kind of things you know the bank is only looking at what you have and if that is not generating income the bank will not lend you any money so you can't leverage anything if you have an asset here that is generating income the bank is all of a sudden interested they will lend you money because they know it's generating new cash flow it's generating income and they can have a bit of that as well this mortgage here because everything has to balance if you take this as you yeah and you this is the bank yeah now, the bank will also have a, a balance sheet. So it will have its assets and liabilities, yeah? Now, this mortgage here, which is your own home for the bank, yeah, that is their asset for the bank, yeah? Because whilst it is costing you every month uh, in the mortgage payments for the bank, yeah, it is actually you know this income statement for the bank is actually making them income because whatever whatever you are paying out here in mortgage it's actually income for the bank that's why they are very interested to actually lend you on that asset because it will make a, a cash flow it will make income for the bank 
and it is that mortgage is an asset for them and a liability for you. So when you're thinking about investing, when you're thinking about putting your cash into something that actually generates you income, look at the asset side and what is actually generating you that income and cash flow because that will enable you to actually leverage that, build cash flow and uh, uh, you know earn money whilst you're asleep and eventually you know build that uh, income that will enable you to live life on your terms so i hope all that uh, uh, makes sense you know why people in certain circles will consider cash to be trash because you know it's paper it doesn't uh, hold anything but if you invest that into real estate something that generates you steady cash flow you can leverage and appreciate in value over time without you having to do anything that is the way that is the set of rules that you know those people who are the five percent who are making money and getting rich these are the set of rules these are the things that they understand even from a, a balanced future point of view they are building assets that are making them cash flow while they sleep while they are not doing anything because when they do that they can then spend life on their uh, on live life on their terms and do the things that uh, they are actually passionate about and like because Financial freedom is attainable here. They don't have to work for money because their money is working for them. Their assets are generating the money and you know they don't have to uh, exchange their time for money because of this set of rules. The words and the financial language they understand and how they can leverage things. So I hope that's been uh, quite useful and helpful and uh, uh, you can start to understand how you can uh, learn and study and invest wisely so that you can also break through into that success get that mindset of those rich and famous people who are being successful and uh, uh, make sure that if you want to make the transition you understand this uh, financial uh, language and financial jargon about assets and liabilities and how you can actually earn and generate money whilst you sleep so i hope you go out there experience learn and grow until next time, cheerio.